The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast, welcome to a brand new episode. Hi, this is Carrie. How are you? few things you need to know about this episode. First of all, the name of the episode is Meth Damon. Uh, you'll find out why. And uh, also, another important thing you need to know. Toward the end of the episode, we're kind of riffing on this podcast bit. Now, I want you to know we recorded this on the Saturday the 10th of this month at like 2 p.m., all right? We, we did this without Harvard writers, completely improvised, and I think we did it better. And then Saturday Night Live came along and took the air out of our bit. Okay, I'm just saying that. Stay till the end. You'll figure it out. Also, stay till the end. To hear Jimmy interviewing some celebrities, including, well, it's the stars of Outlaw King, the new Netflix movie. Uh, you're going to be hearing from uh, Chris Pine, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Billy Howland, and Tony Curran. Yeah, they flew Jimmy to Scotland to interview these guys. So that's pretty cool. All right, so keep those things in mind when listening to the episode. Also keep in mind that these episodes don't happen unless someone pays for the party. Let's thank our sponsors, of course. Dr. Volt's Comet Connection, open seven days a week. Hold service is free. And with that, you get a 10% discount on purchases of $20 or more. And the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's. Cabin Fever, serving the Wasatch Front for over 35 years. They want to take a sec to say thank you for your continued support. They're located in historic Trolley Square at the corner of 5th South and 7th East. It's Cabin Fever, so much more than a geek store. And the Twin Sons Cafe, Chef Daniel has started a GoFundMe campaign for the cafe to generate some working capital. He needs like a beer and wine license, that sort of thing. Uh, go to uh, GoFundMe.com and search Twin Sons. That's S-U-N-S. Twin Sons Cafe. It'll pop right up there and you can help Daniel out there. Uh, Black Velvet Boutique. They are at 293 South State Street in Clearfield for now. You see they're moving to a new location soon, so they're liquidating a lot of their inventory. So you can save big. Visit them today. And mention uh, the radio show I do in the mornings, Radio from Hell, to get up to 50% off. Sure to ask Don and Leah for the details on that one. Also, Haster Games, they carry the best selection of all the latest board games and magic products. They will buy your pre-owned board games and magic products as well. They're located at 6831 South State in Salt Lake. They're open from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday and noon to 5 on Sunday. It's a great place to stay and play. Also, the Mystery Escape Room in the Gateway Mall. Book your escape room today at mysteryescaperoom.com or by calling 385-322-2583. Use the code GEEKSHOW, one word, for 15% off of your purchase. And Booze Teak, the holiday party season is here. Booze Teak has your wine and cocktail essentials. You can make a drink of the night with bitters, mixers, cherries, shakers, all that stuff is available uh, at 315 East Broadway in Salt Lake City. They're open Monday through Saturday, 11-ish to 7 p.m. Say hi to Ivy at Booze Teak. And also live at the Eccles and FanX presenting Neil Gaiman, the New, New, uh, the New York Times number one best-selling author of all kinds of books, at least the Sandman series, you know him, and you can see him live on stage, live at the Eccles.com. That's E-C-C-L-E-S. And if you enter the code X96, you'll get 15% off your ticket, excluding PL1. Neil Gaiman, live at the Eccles. All right. 
Let's get to this episode. I think you're going to like it. We just have a message or two to get to, and then we'll get it going. Oh, and Rebecca Frost is our special guest, sitting in for Jimmy, who's flying all over the world interviewing celebrities. Pleased to enjoy. This is not your everyday cafe, and this is just one indication. F***ing delicious Twin Sons Cafe is. Go eat there, you should. Mexican-influenced Americana cuisine, daily specials, and they're still rocking home delivery, along with a full-service catering. Find comfort food in a cafe inspired by a galaxy far, far away. That's Twin Sons Cafe in Sugar House, 2305 South Highland Drive, just across from the liquor store. Open from 8 to 3 p.m. daily, except Tuesdays. Get details online at twinsonscafeslc.com. Hugs are free. Twin Sons, not your everyday cafe. Out of this f***ing world, its food is. Mystery Escape Room in the Gateway Mall specializes in theatrical escape rooms with fantastical live actors and immersive, fully built sets. Don't just play an escape room, make it an adventure into your favorite stories. From Grimm's Fairy Tales to 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea to their newly opened Ancient Crypt Mystery, there are stories to explore. Can you solve the mystery? Book your escape room today at mysteryescaperoom.com or by calling 385-322-2583. Use the code GEEKSHOW, one word, for 15% off of your purchase. Holiday party season is upon us, so it's time to make ready. Boost Teak has your wine and cocktail essentials. Expand your home bar. Make a drink of the night with bitters, mixers, cherries, simple syrups, cocktail shakers. Plus, get a recipe book at Boost Teak for inspiration. Wine enthusiasts will love waiters, corkscrews, aerators, and decanters. Boost Teak also features vintage glassware for all kinds of drinks, coupes, Glen Cairns, and all types of beer glassware, including Belgian beer glasses. Go say hey to Ivy at Boost Teak. They're located at 315 East Broadway in downtown Salt Lake City. Open 11-ish to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. And welcome back to the basements. Yeah, Yeah. fuck yes, yes. Whoa, 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 whoa. Coming in hot. No, just let him go. Just let him do it. Okay. (laughs) Okay. uh, Oh, I'm going to warn you, if, if, you know, the beer out in the fridge, Uh I can't explain why, but if any of you have one, uh-huh. Don't open it in here. Open okay. it over the sink. Okay. They've okay, all I'll been, just... you know, huh. I don't know what's going on, well, whether it's a ghost or what. A ghost. <laughs> actually, a fucking ghost. Actually, it's because of the elevation and the sudden change in cold temperature. It's true. That's, That's why what I'm, it is. Right. Science. I've been getting <laughs> That's my... called improv. Yeah. Well, well, no, 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 it's, no <laughs> as a, it, it, your beer's too cold. It's too cold. Yeah. You got to. I gotta Remember, turn- this happens every year. You every- got to turn oh, your. That's right. I got to turn, turn the garage. garage. Yeah, you got to like. Okay. It's like daylight savings time, but with beer. Turn okay. your beer because clock what happens? Yeah. Fall back. <laughs> this is this is the truth. Like you, you, you pop open a beer and the oxygen hits it and it makes it uh, go like three degrees cooler or something. Or hmm. oh, yeah. soda does that too. Yeah. yeah, like it used to happen. At, uh, It'll slush know, it at Burt's because we kept our beer in a fucking ice cream. Well, I'm gonna be. Ah. I'm gonna be careful <laughs> you know? while I open this water. Careful. No, it's not, but like we'd, oh. open, we'd open a, a, a bottle of beer that looked it was didn't look frozen, but the minute we opened it, froze, Blah. and then it shot out. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, well, thank you, and thank yeah. you, Rebecca, returning champion Go Rebecca back. Frost, yeah. sitting in for uh, Jimmy today, who is in uh, New York. Lucky New York, New York. talking, talking New to York. Sarah Silverman, and well, he yeah, and as I a matter of places, as a matter of fact, at the end of this episode, let me find his text mm. of all of the people that will be. This is a star-studded show, John folks. C. Riley. 
Sarah at the Silver. end of the show, he got to interview my freebie. We're gonna get your freebie. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're gonna get uh, Phil Johnson and Rich Moore. Wow, this is from Ralph Breaks the Internet. Yeah. Uh, Taraj P Henson, I love very that. very good guy. Sarah Silverman, uh, lady, lady, that's oh lady, yeah. oh that, oh yeah, Taraji. I got Tar- oh yeah, Taraji yeah, mixed yeah. up with someone else. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. Think, there's too many Twitter handles. It's cool. I get it's them cool. confused. You're good. I think, that's, I think those are for the next episode. You got to set your beer clock. Jimmy back. told me that's episode two. That's episode two. Oh yeah. shit! So that's next ah. week. Yeah, but oh okay. Well, that's next week. This week. Spoiler alert! But are we this week, overcome all these errors. It was a tease. But this week, uh, he's interviewing the cast of Robin Hood. Oh shit! So Which we got uh, Taron Edgerton, Men in Tights, Jamie Foxx, Ben Mendelsohn. I think this is the second time he's interviewed Ben Mendelsohn. Jamie Dornan and Otto Bathurst. Otto Bathurst. And also Emma Stone, Joe Alwyn, and Rachel Wise. Oh, for that. I am uh, so proud of that so young man, Jimmy. For that British movie. Uh, I, well, I, the favorite. Is, if is if I got movie, to yeah. interview Emma Stone, all I'd want to ask her about is Maniac. <laughs> is that good? It's Maniac is good. fucking phenomenal. Yeah, because I, I hear, I hear two very opposing people. Okay, so listen to your friend Lee. Okay. Lee's a relatively smart person. Sure. Lee says yeah. it's fucking phenomenal. Okay. Everybody mm-hmm. says it's dumb. Okay. It's just fucking stupid. All right. Wow. All right. Listen, wow. Listen to the middle road, Tony, who says it's pretty good. Okay. It's, it's pretty right. good. Okay. Is, uh, I liked it. This is the view from Jimmy's hotel room. Oh, oh. Jimmy, oh. Jimmy, I hope wow, that's a, from his room and not from like beautiful the ledge. It's a beautiful day in New York City. Can I like text him to ask, tell him to ask Ben Mendelsohn some Captain Marvel questions? Ooh. Oh, oh! Let's that's, see if we can. Yeah, that's actually. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Get some. Oh, uh, uh, Lee George Kate, everyone. Hi, my Hi. message. <laughs> Hi, how are you doing, everybody? I know we had to wait. Uh, <laughs> so I, I've decided. I've decided that uh, I need to forgive Karen in HR. I'm. I'm really sorry, Karen. I'm sorry about the grief that I've been leveling towards you. I didn't realize how hard your job is. I didn't realize that uh, those ID10T forms were so time consuming. There's so many of them. Wait, what are you uh, talking about? Did you get another job? Yeah. <laughs> did you also go cor- corpo like me? No, I did not. Oh. I corpo and I don't get along. So uh, I, I'm, I'm actually a contributing writer for Bleeding Cool now. Oh yeah, oh, uh, yeah. I'm covering tabletop games, but cool. that's that's like a part time part time job. Still at Shiv, painting miniatures, yeah. slinging hot and cold gaming figures for all the boys and girls. And then on uh, alternating Groundhog's days, uh, you'll you'll find me um, dancing for money on the corner of State and Main. Corner of State. And Corner Maine. of State. And Maine. Yeah, oh, it's, a, it's a great club down there. Alternating Groundhog's Day, pocket universe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, it is a pocket universe. Yep. You have to get they right lay on top of each other. Yeah, they it's they crazy. lay they lay very awkwardly on top yeah. of each other. Yeah. No, it works though. Uh, he also knows the beer physics science and all of yeah. that. He is Shannon Barnson. Yeah, did you have Doctor Shannon? Did you guys Barnson. have to go Joe Pesci on it on four ten year olds this week? Uh, no, I did. I did. What's, oh. fucking What's great. that mean? Oh, these kids are jerks. And I just was, I had, I wait, I made him stand for lunch. I go, you guys think I'm a clown? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> You're right. Kids are jerks. Yeah. Take away their Fortnite. Oh, fucking Fortnite. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> all day. That's all. An elementary school is just fucking kids dancing stupid. Let's talk all about, day long now. Let's talk about that's Fork Knife. <laughs> They're just dancing around stupid. That's the game that Tony that's, plays is Fork yeah. Knife. That is <laughs> doing the dance. That is no different than us in school. <laughs> yeah. We were all just dancing around talking about stupid shit. Like contra. We didn't have fucking... No, <laughs> we didn't have fucking dumb dances. We didn't have television. We didn't have radio. We, we didn't, didn't have, have electricity. We didn't have... town for Footloose. We yeah. didn't have pub quizzes. Yep. 
Oh, and we, we wanted to watch, now, don't we? we? Yes. We wanted to watch Footloose. We had to uh, drive to another city. Stop making those fucking dances. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I can't fucking it. stand it. I'm doing it. Fucking. Ugh. I know you can't see. You guys can't see how we're all dancing and shit. It's like triggered. I am triggered. I fucking hate it. This is a dance called the Angry Old Man. (laughs) Last year when it first came out, you know, one kid was doing it. I was like, that's pretty. That's kind of cool. Funny. You're really good at that, right? Now I just like everybody. It's like the fucking. I work in the um, the theater from Gremlins. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I feel like now. You know what I mean? Hey, but all this bouncing around, making noises. But they're getting physically fit. That's true. Yeah. Oh, no, they're not. Yeah, it's just their arms. Their arms. They have no core strength, just their arms. Yeah. It's all Except the ones kids that could do that kick dance. Um, if they just combine it with Pokemon Go, think of what they could conquer. Whoa. Oh, wow. dude, I just clocked my thousandth kilometer on Pokemon Go. Whoa. Nice. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's like anyway, 20, this is America. Feet. <laughs> I got a pub quiz. It's uh, eight, 8 o'clock at night, Lucky 13, Wednesdays. Fucking change your life. Come to it. I rode, I rode the train past your pub quiz Wednesday night. I waved at you guys. Oh. Did you see me? <laughs> hey. Could have got off at that stop and walked across. But uh, you know, I can't cross streets very well. I tend to get hit by cars. <laughs> you know <laughs> there's money in that. <laughs> you know, he has many mutant powers, but there are also some weaknesses. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> seriously, streets. the mutant well, ability think, to attract cars to your face. I think <laughs> one of weaknesses for all of us is cars. Yeah. <laughs> get hit by cars. My only weakness, how did you know? <laughs> Damn. Damn it! You brought a car to our battle! Ah! <laughs> Somebody brought a car to a knife fight. <laughs> All he knows how to play is fork knife. <laughs> He's quad T to Taltoni. I'm just playing some fork knife dance over here. <laughs> woo woo! Fork, fork knife. Fork knife. <laughs> well, that, ex- that explains the new Beck song, yeah. Fork Knife Dance. Also, uh, Lee, you owe me five quatloos. What? what? Yeah. I nailed the uh, letters jingle in the last you episode. Did. Both I, times. I, I, I kept hearing about I it. I saw I, tweets about thank that. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Anybody know what the. Uh, politi- <laughs> Can anybody break a. No, I've, a twenty quat loop. I've got twenty. <laughs> I've got twenty-seven Bolivianos, which I happen to know the exchange rate from the dollar to Boliviano is one American dollar to five hundred and seventy-eight Bolivianos. But I don't know what the Boliviano to Quatlu rate is. That's a good Boliviano. question. Uh, it's equivalent oh, uh, to one thousand dollars. Google it and see. Yeah. yeah, check me out on Twitter where you'll see how good I am at putting in the jingle. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> at Quad T Tony, or on the Gadget Spot podcast every other week, or here every week on the Geek Show. And now. Jay Whitaker. Hey, what's up? Has got to thank some people across the nation. Yeah. He's got a bright shirt on. For uh, yes. I, I've never wear Not bright shirts. Wearing bright colors. You I, got, that shirt. I, got, I got it for free. But he has a spring <laughs> so, complexion, so, so he should wear spring colors. I wore it. Those are the best kinds of shirts. I look like the a key, free ones. I look like a black ass key lime right now. <laughs> <laughs> you look you look That's like you should you're trying to get people to sign up for low cost fucking cell phones. That's what you look like. It is so bright I can't read the words on it. Co- it's Cotopaxi. Oh, Cotopaxi. They're good people. I can't, yeah, they can't hear a, you over how loud the shirt it's is. It's so <laughs> soft though. I know. Yeah. Ooh. No, they're good people. I have a jacket from them. I, got, I did modeling for them in, uh, in their underwear and their, Go on. Sp- and their spandex. Well, well. And they, they gave me these. Hey, well, that's just your shirt. Yeah, Jay's looking... giving himself a wedgie. So yeah. let's let's play a game called Sentences You'll Hear Jay Say That You'll Never Hear Lee Say. <laughs> what, black I, ass I modeled, key lime? No, no, no. I modeled underwear. Oh, no. I, I would 
wouldn't. I would pay. To, well, so you, so you would say black ass key lime. You go in the village. No, and no, no. Like, Yo, that's oh, a yeah, black yeah. ass key lime. Ah, give me that black ass key lime. <laughs> <laughs> but only, only some village ends. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Some wouldn't know what I was talking about. Fair anyway, enough. so but you've been on tour. Yeah, uh, I um, this tour's been great. Uh, a little dry bar tour. Uh, me, the homie uh, Shane Smith from Freaky Geeks, uh, Alex Valudo, and Steve Solberg. We've been. Uh, traveling all over the place. I want to give a shout out to all the Geek Show fans that have been that have been hanging See, out. This is the part that blows me away. Yeah, uh, we've had them in Spokane. Like we've gone to Spoke uh, while Sacramento. I was there without the Dry Bar tour, but I'm going back on Tuesday. And but Sacramento, Spokane, Denver, Tempe, uh, Birmingham, Huntsville, Nashville. All there's at least one or two Geek Show fans. That I'll get a Geek Show fan. Uh, shout out to the Geek Show fans in Tempe that I, I didn't get a chance to talk to. Mike Smith in Birmingham. Uh, Tyrell in Tempe. Yeah, yeah. The whole, Tyrell uh, in Tempe. Yeah, white dude named Tyrell. <laughs> Me and him got what? shit hammered in Tempe. Yo, I bet shout you, out to that dude. I what bet I, you he's asked for some black ass key. <laughs> what I think is great is you're pulling these names. You're not reading anything. No. You're pulling these I names. I no, have to write them down. Because yeah. we, 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 we hang out. It's Jay cool. also remembers people he's only met once. Oh. Whereas I can't remember most of the people this day. Who the fuck Hi, are Rebecca. you people? <laughs> <laughs> what house is this? No, but um, yeah, come check me out. Uh, follow me on follow me on Instagram at it's Jay Whitaker. I'm not Twitter's cool, but it got ruined by uh, people. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then Facebook is just Blech. people bitching. So I'm gonna be on Instagram looking at birds. So like, <laughs> come fuck with me on on Instagram, and then uh, see me on Portland this uh, this Monday uh, today. Uh, as you're probably listening to this, if you're a good Geek Show fan, I'll be mm-hmm. at the Helium uh, Comedy Club, and then I'll be at Punchline on Tuesday. And then there's a lot of dates in January. Uh, January. Um, 5th, 6th, 7th, Jacksonville, Tampa, Orlando, uh, Jackson, excuse me, in January 16th, 17th, Houston, and San Antonio. Nice. Wow. Look at you. Yeah, get tickets, drybarcomedy.com tour. Jay. Jay. What's up? Pay pay those bills. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, and I'm getting that Disney money. Disney money. Disney money. I got a check for for $14. Yeah. Residual. And 56 cents. Residuals. Wait wait till you get into syndication. Oh, wait. 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 I just got a message from our home office. Uh, Yep. We do have a host. Ah. Mr. Kerry Jackson. Oh, hi. Uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com. So you guys know uh, Karen from HR. She's, mm-hmm. she's actually the one in the home office. Oh, I like oh. Karen. She works She We've works been, with Nancy. She works really hard getting those ID10T forms yep. and our paychecks. Uh, going back to Twitter. Wait. <laughs> yeah. She's not doing her job. <laughs> going back to Twitter, I, I got a text from my ex-wife yesterday that said she had to join. I had to join Twitter. <laughs> That's what I she said? She had a job. Some class she's taken for, like, you know. And she goes, The first person that suggested that I should follow is you. I fucking hate this thing already. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. It sounded just like that. That's funny. Just like that. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking hate this thing. Just like a Rensborg name. Okay. Uh, let's begin with uh, some Star Wars news. I hope it's every week. I hope it's better Star Wars news than. That cartoon, nah, man. Oh, I was going to ask you: Is the cartoon not good? Star Wars Resistance. I'll tell you what. Okay, how, how many? Tell you, you what? Seen? I've seen five episodes. How uh, many out of thumbs do you give it? I okay. I actually have to give it the first split rating I've ever given anything. Because because Lee is a fan. I of love Star, Star Wars. Wars. Everything I, lo- about, yeah. I love Dave Filoni. I think yeah. Dave Filoni puts out good quality Star Wars. So here's what Star Wars Resistance is. Mm. 
If you have kids under 10, mm-hmm. congratulations. Star's Resistance is fantastic. That's what I'm hearing, yeah. If you are, say, 49 and just wanting some Star Wars, don't bother. Oh, I'm really? Sorry. The go. animation is really nice. Uh, Kaz, the main character, uh, makes me want to throw things at my television. He's 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 a he's a foil. He's a, he's someone for you to to relate to if you're nine. Mm. It's literally like they crammed Jar Jar Binks' uh, personality into a, a like this kid is is drafted by the resistance to be a spy, and I'm just like, no wonder. They found your base mm-hmm. so easily because you're all <laughs> fucking idiots. So, so you're saying that it, it's good. It's just not for you. It's not for me. And, and the the truth of it was is there's a Rodian pilot who he a, races. He, a Greedo. It's a Greedo pilot, right? That should be everything. He flies racers. He does all kinds of shit. Yeah. I I should be losing my mind daily. And I'm just like, please just don't anymore wow. so okay, but well, sorry. but if my kids were little i'd probably be all over okay it. but the hard part is you get you get shows that are made for kids like the dragon prince that the uh avatar last airbender people did and it was very clearly made for the same age group but it's an infinitely better show i have hmm. i have gripes with that show with dragon prince yes well wow i'm not saying it's flawless but it's it's only with the animation oh yeah the, i hated the, the frame, animation the frame rate the frame rate throws some people off I, you have I to be sensitive to it, it. Yeah, but it's weird because I still, still I still watched it because I liked the dialogue, I liked the story, I liked the characters. What's weird about but that the frame rate? Oh, the frame rate's throwing people off, even though it's twenty four frames per second. It still has the same frame rate as traditional animation. But they don't they pull every third frame out or something like to that to make it look like it's not uh, computerized, computer generated. Yeah. Huh. So it has the same frame rate as traditional generation. I hope they, they change that in season two. They are. Oh, they're, good. They're inflating it. Yes. Well, the Star Wars news that we got this week, we got quite a bit of ah, some, some good stuff, shit. Some stuff happening here. Uh, Bob Iger on uh, Thursday last week announced the forthcoming. Well, he named the app Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Plus real, what? real creative. Yeah. Well, I, and I'm not going to call it. It's got app. vitamin C. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not going to call it women over fifty. This <laughs> guy <laughs> like me. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to call it an app anymore. It's a streaming service. It's a streaming service. Yeah. 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 I mean, it can be on your phone, but it can be on your TV. Oh, just okay. like if they take a note from the DC. I was going to say just like DC Universe. That DC Actually, Universe is a pretty. It's on. It's on my phone. It's on my iPad. It's on my Apple TV. Yep. I I use it on all three. You get the TVs. You get the comics. I've been watching it on the Chromecast. No, that's a good way to do it too. And uh, so they announced uh, some shows that are going to be coming original (laughs) content, and they're starting with uh, Star Wars. Of course, they announced The Mandalorian some time ago, which is being filmed as we speak. Yeah. Um, The Star Wars live action series starring. Diego Luna's rebel spy, Cassian Andor. That's pretty exciting. <laughs> Meh. You're lying, uh, lady. I didn't like Rogue One. Oh, bullshit. Someone like me, finally. Yay. I loved it. That movie was perfect. I, didn't, really? oh, I, I loved that movie. I didn't, know, I didn't know that. that no, okay, I, no, I saw Act it. two is perfect. The rest of that movie is garbage. It's perfect. Oh, see, okay, you know what? From uh-huh. a certain point of view. <laughs> I tried to it's watch a good it. book. I tried to watch uh-huh. it twice in theaters and fell asleep both times. I loved times. it. Right the fuck? There's oh, no you... love story. Yeah. It's all explosions, and they, they die. Everybody dies. There's it's no Jedi Spoiler alert. There's see, no I was, lightsaber. I loved it. I was happy for that. I, I was, was happy for those two things. There was a lightsaber. Jyn Erso is a terrible character. She is. She's reactive, not Unlikeable. proactive. Right, just like a regular person would that. be. I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, you know what? But it doesn't not all of us are actors. Okay. A lot that's, of us are just reactors. That's the yeah. only Star Wars movie yeah. I don't like. Thank yeah. you. I like all the rest but of them. But it's, yeah. it's okay. Tony, you're going to be over Tony, you're going to be over here. But it's okay. Because they're all dead. They're all, they blew up. 
Yeah, because Act Two is really good, but the first half that, of the movie sucks. That, cool. that movie had the greatest fuck you shot of all time in it. Which was? When Grand Moff Tarkin oh, yeah. launches the Death Star against the, the, the station, and you realize that they just literally fired through the top of Krennic's standing position. He got blow, blowed up by his own weapon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do know, I've, we talked about Diego Luna's obsession with Jabba the Hutt. I did not know. Okay. Excuse me? So this is the actor. Diego okay. Luna uh, wanted nothing more than for him to have a scene with Jabba. Because when he was a little boy, he got a Jabba the Hutt toy. And he was obsessed with Jabba. Mm. And if you, you can find these on YouTube. There are interviews with him where he's talking about Jabba the Hutt. And he wants to know about his texture. And he says, with his, with his very thick accent, yeah. about his texture, is it delicious? You know, and he talks about it. He just loves Jabba the Hutt. So now they're doing this live action series that takes place before Rogue One of a rebel spy. It could I, be. I think he's going to insist on a scene where he's chained up in a gold bikini to Jabba the Hutt. Oh, that'd be great. He sounds kind of like that guy that ate a slug eight years ago and just died. Well, you, he's a fearless actor. That's if a you real watch, thing, by the way. Go ahead and watch <laughs> Itumama Tambien. You'll realize what a fearless actor this dude is. He's, That's right. Yeah. I forgot what about that. I really that. love about that. He really slug thrust story. himself into characters. <laughs> <laughs> Several characters. In what, that I, movie. <laughs> what I love about that slug story is it could have been like the guy ate a slug Java? eight years ago and then died in yeah. a car accident, unrelated. Oh, is that what it no, was? No, oh, okay. No, I was going to say that's not what I read. Yeah, I was like, man, eats slugs they... eight years ago, dies in car wreck today. Like I ate some pennies as a kid because <laughs> I, I think he'd be pretty open to eating a slug in Star Wars too. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah. Uh, so you're going to be getting that. Don't know when, but uh, the 2019. I'll probably work work on it. I we imagine. were talking last night. Oh. Uh, Carrie, you want to hear some more really important breaking? TV news. Breaking TV news? Yeah. What? Good Place, <laughs> Parks and Recreation, crossover. No what? way. You lie. Is that real? I'll show you a picture. I can't it, wait for yeah, that. I want sources. All Fremulon no. shows take place uh, in the same oh, universe. I Let's want sources. That's, <laughs> it is. I hope that's true. Little Sebastian is going to be. Oh, is that all? On the Good Place. On the good, look, there he is. I was hoping for Ron oh. Swanson. Okay. I, me too. But what <laughs> does that say? Now, I can't give spoilers for people who. That show's so good. Little Sebastian's in the good place. So what does that mean? Oh, oh. Well, we, well, we know. Have you guys, uh, have you guys read or listened to Offerman's new book? No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Where he's exploring the life of Mark Twain through the cuisine of the late eighteen hundreds. What? <laughs> That's a Nick Offerman thing I, to do. I just got sure. it. Well, he he's a he's a Twainiac, as he calls himself. He loves <laughs> Mark Twain. So it's it's yeah. him and. Uh, a couple other comedians and a couple of chefs talking about you know s- uh, food is of the Mississippi. Is it a podcast or is it? It's a it's an actual uh, an actual book, uh-huh. but I just got the audio book on on Audible yesterday. Oh, so. okay. uh, also announced, and uh, I'm I'm still only at ninety percent sure this is happening because I don't like the source. I don't either. But uh, Disney Plus is. Uh, Bringing a low, it is officially Loki TV series. I was I was I've skeptical that. on I've that seen one. A bunch of places too. I hope but, it's true. Um, well, even Tom Hiddleston posted on Twitter oh he did Instagram. Yeah. Oh okay. Well then. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, if, if he's posting about well, it, well he then. didn't like post like, officially from Disney. He posted more Loki, more story, more mystery. My 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 source good my source me. was talking about the the uh, Winter Soldier Falcon. Yeah. Yeah. and we got that coming. And that looks yeah. cool. Yeah. Too. Uh, I mean, sounds cool. I should and that say. one that one is official. Just right. a couple well, the... of bros out being bros. <laughs> Which one of us is gonna be Cap? <laughs> it's uh, it's in development. Yeah. So. Loki, more stories to tell, more mischief to make. Yeah. More what to if come. it's what if it's like you know Falcon and Winter Soldier, War for the Shield? I 
No, I just hope it's Falcon just giving Bucky shit. I don't, yeah. I don't know what to do. Yeah. There's so many shows, Carrie Jackson. I think it would be more like a Lethal Weapon, really. Yeah, right. With, bu- with Bucky See? being the old guy. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm, and Bucky's like, I don't <laughs> have time for this shit. shit. <laughs> I'm just about to retire. I'm 100 years old. I'm all, he's I'm, one day away from I finally, I'm all cut up on uh, Titans. Me too. How is it? That's a good show. Is it? it is beautiful it's trash. Is it? Yeah. It's it is. Is it, it is. is it like Gotham level beautiful trash? Um, no. Because I'm so ready for Gotham to just oh yeah, just seriously Here. insult my intelligence. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm still getting comfortable with all those characters saying fuck all the time. That is a little weird, yes. Yeah, um, I'm but, fucking Robin. I'm going to get my fucking thing and I'm going to fucking fuck you up, fucker. But I'm enjoying <laughs> the Robin. five episodes they've put out. So they were good. We, we got a preview of what last week I got a preview of Doom Patrol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That shit looks Wacky as fuck. It looks so good, dude. And they—they've done it. I don't know how they're going to change the chief though, because it's played by a different person. Yeah, it's Timothy Dalton. I mean, nobody. It's cares. Dalton. No, it's the best. <laughs> he's the best James Bond. Uh, he's also mm. he's also the best cult leader in Hot Fuzz. Uh, but yes, you know, uh, yes, holy so, shit. Yeah. The, so ro- it was. Uh, yeah, Robot Man was awesome. And, so, and hold on, say it slower. I need to turn the lights off. Robot Man. Robot Man. And it's Brendan Fraser doing the voice. Awesome. What? Yeah. 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 And he's so, like, and it's like he's a big clunky robot. And when he walks around, you can hear like those sounds you play for Mitt Romney. Yep. Yeah, the, yeah, the robot sounds. And uh, and he's so he's just so bummed out. Yeah. Did you guys he, know he watches that? everybody eat? Yeah, and, like, that makes was describe a great what it scene. Tastes like so and stuff like that. I don't like DC, but just like the mention of Timothy Dalton and Brendan Fraser. Oh, you would love Doom. You would love Doom Patrol. Really? Yeah. And uh, the guy from My Chemical Romance actually wrote the last. Probably twenty issues of the magazine, and it's really good. Huh. And there he is. Good. That's Robot Man. He looks just like. Oh my god! He looks just like out of the comic. Yeah, and like he's wearing a. I think he he was. I can't remember what punk rock T-shirt he was wearing. Hello, he's wearing world. a leather jacket. And and what's the character that has his bandages? Negative on his, man. Negative, negative man. man is yeah. there. And that's yeah, Al, it, I think which it's is, Alan Tudyk, isn't it? No, no, no. no. It's uh, uh, one of the guys. My wife said from the Vampire Diaries. Oh. I looked him up on IMDb. Ian Summerhalder. No, because that guy's a fucking Different idiot. Guy. Uh, but he's a really good looking guy and they have him wrapped up in bandages it, the uh, whole time. Paul Wesley, chicken. is that his name? Oh look, I can't remember. And Elastigirl's scary. You know I'm she is. I'm yeah. seriously having a really hard time keeping my composure right now because there's there's two comics that I hold higher than all others and one's Doom Patrol. Yeah. Yeah. There's Someone named thing. Matt Bomer. <gasps> oh Matt, Matt Bomer. Bomer. Matt Suits? Bomer. Oh yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. He was on suits. Matt That's Boner right. is what I so call I, him. I'll, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Hey. I was, Why? I watched it last night, Lee, and I was totally thinking of you, and I'm just like, oh, he's got to see this shit. Well, there's there's good news on the Swamp Thing front, too. <laughs> and we'll get to that. <laughs> After these messages, messages, messages we'll, we'll be right, right back. back. Live at the Eccles and Fan X presents Neil Gaiman, the number one New York Times bestselling author of more than 20 books like Coraline, American Gods, and the Sandman series. Saturday, November 17th at the Eccles Theater in downtown Salt Lake City. Tickets and info are at liveattheeccles.com. That's E-C-C-L-E-S dot com. And for all you fans of Geek Show, they're offering you an exclusive discount. Use the code X96 and get 15% off, excluding PL1. Don't miss Neil Gaiman this Saturday night, live at the Eccles. Black Velvet Boutique is moving to a new location soon, so they're liquidating a lot of their inventory, and you can save big. Visit them today and mention Radio From Hell to get up to 50% off. Be sure to ask the store for details. Locally owned and operated, Black Velvet Boutique in Clearfield is a great sexual wellness resource. They're experienced, knowledgeable, and engaging. 
When it comes to sex, as with any healthy relationship, good communication is key. And being confident in the bedroom is sexy. And knowledge helps you get to your most confident, sexy self. Black Velvet Boutique's helpful and friendly staff will answer your questions and find out what you need or leave you to your own devices. It's entirely up to you. Enjoy the best parts of being an adult with intimate bedroom toys and lingerie from Black Velvet Boutique. They are currently at 293 South State Street in Clearfield, but again, they're moving to a new location soon and liquidating a lot of their inventory. So go visit them today. Mention Radio from Hell to get up to 50% off. Ask the store for details. They're open seven days a week at 293 South State Street in Clearfield, Black Velvet Boutique. It's cabin fever. Hey, during the month of November, why not grab a thank you card if you're going to a family or friends for Thanksgiving dinner? November's also a great month to send someone a quick surprise note to say thank you for their support, love, and kindness. Located in the heart of Charlie Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East, it's Cabin Fever so much more than a Thanksgiving card store. Let's all pitch in and make it a thank you month. Thank you for being a fellow geek. Thank you for all the laughs. Cabin Fever has an array of ways to say thank you during this month, from hilarious blank cards, sincere and heartfelt thank yous, to Thanksgiving-specific cards meant to thank the person who makes all that great holiday food. By the way, Cabin Fever thanks you, fellow meeks, geeks, and freaks. You make their days pleasant, and you're just so gosh darn likable. Cabin Fever is located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East. Make sure you tell them Geek Show says, hey, it's Cabin Fever. So much more than a Thanksgiving card store. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection for the month of November 2018. Let's see what we got going here. Green Lantern by Grant Morrison. In the debut issue of this new series, Hal Jordan encounters an alien hiding in plain sight and sets off a chain of events that rocks the Green Lantern Corps and quite possibly the multiverse at large to its very core. There's an intergalactic conspiracy afoot as well as a traitor in the Green Lantern Corps. Will Hal Jordan be able to solve the mystery before it's too late? Firefly. Captain Malcolm Reynolds, a defeated soldier who opposed the unification of the planets by the totalitarian government alliance, will undertake any job, legal or not, to stay afloat and keep his crew fed. Find out how his story began as Boom Studios delves into Mal's past, how he met his first maid Zoe, and the real truth about the War of the Unification, the intergalactic civil war that divided friend and family alike, focusing on family, loyalty, identity, and the price of redemption. Uncanny X-Men, the X-Men are back with a new series again. The new ongoing series kicks off with a 10-part weekly epic. The flagship X-Men series that started it all is back and better than ever. Starting with the mysterious and tragic disappearance, the X-Men are drawn into what might be the doom of the mutant race as we know it. X-Men disassembled. And on Kickstarter now, Rowdy Recall. Rowdy Recall is an exciting memory game that is fun for the whole family, simple and easy to learn. Rowdy Recall features fabulous restored artwork from the golden age of comics. Live on Kickstarter now, it's Rowdy Recall. Open seven days a week. The hold service is free, and with that, you get a 10% discount on purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Holiday party season is upon us, so it's time to make ready. Booze Teak has your wine and cocktail essentials. Expand your home bar. Make a drink of the night with bitters, mixers, cherries, simple syrups, cocktail shakers. Plus, get a recipe book at Booze Teak for inspiration. Wine enthusiasts will love waiters, corkscrews, aerators, and decanters. Booze Teak also features vintage glassware for all kinds of drinks, coupes, Glencairns, and all types of beer glassware, including Belgian beer glasses. Go say hey to Ivy at Booze Teak. They're located at 
315 East Broadway in downtown Salt Lake City. Open 11-ish to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. And welcome back to the basement. See Yeah. All right. <laughs> hey, hey. Your Swamp Thing series. <laughs> when, when, when last we left Lee, he was losing his shit over Swamp Thing. Your Swamp Thing series is cooking along really nicely, I think. Yeah. They have, they have said it's going to be R-rated. So, I'm okay which is with what that. Titans is. Mm-hmm. Titans is hard R. In fuck. fact, <clears throat> those fucking villains they have on that? Oh, man. That weird fucking family? Yeah, Ooh. the family is bonkers. Uh, they have cast both Swamp Thing and... Alec. Alec, pre-Swamp yeah. Thing. Andy Bean and Derek Mears will play both sides of Swamp Thing. It's important they cast them as different people because the last three times they always had Dick Duroc playing both and Dick Duroc doesn't... He, he only has the ability to wear a latex suit. Uh, Bean, who will uh, <laughs> soon be seen in uh, It Chapter 2, will play Alec Holland. Okay. Biologist who transforms into Swamp Thing. Because he gets covered in petrochemicals and thrown into a swamp. That's true, Lee. That's and he's true. on fire. And it's true, Lee. That's true. And Derek Mears, <laughs> who has done some bit parts in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Sleepy Hollow, and, and uh, Live by Night. He will play the creature. He he was he's big and he's bald. Oh, he's he, he played guy. an alien. Yeah, uh, he he played. He probably played uh, one was of he one of the Crees? Yeah. He's one of the Crees, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but a big dude. He's got to be. And his face kind of looks like, like Swamp Thing. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. He got a messed up face. That's yeah. good for casting. Show, show he's like show he's like up. old Meth Damon. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah oh, this that guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he also played yeah, an inhuman. What is that? He'd be easy to ugly up. Old Meth Damon. Old meth Damon. That yeah. is meth Damon. He looks like Michael Barrowman's uh, Mer- kid. The, the hills that has, the hills have <laughs> eyes. Here's a photo of him like all jacked wearing a Batman shirt. I don't like that. That sounds hot. I'm like weirdly aroused. Oh, all right. I bet he doesn't even read Batman. It's not weird. Hey, he's ripped. I, I, but the weird part is he's got Rocky Dennis face. Uh, so you, he's oh. uh, joining Will Patton as Avery Sutherland. Uh, Sutherland. Uh-huh. Crystal Reed is Abby Arcane. Yes. And I don't have it with me, but they cast the villain. Anton Arcane. What's the villain known as? The, he's known by many names, but the seed is one of them. The really? Uh, uh, I don't know, man. Nice. The, the, the nice. character, the, the bad guy from Swamp Thing that I want to see them do the most is the Floronic Man. He's yeah. That's it. If it's the Floronic Man, I'm going to lose it. Cause I think that's it. Anton Arcane's great. He's like this, he's like this crazed uh, back swamp. Witch doctor nut job who mm-hmm. uh, in the terrible eighties cartoon was like reanimating swamp monsters and all this other shit. But Floronic Man is like a very twisted version of Swamp Thing in a lot of ways. Like mm. they have a lot of similarities. But uh, the Floronic Man and Poison Ivy once teamed up and they were destroying Gotham together. And I think that's the guy. Yeah, they, okay. ca- they cast him today. I, I don't have that with me, and I'm sorry. I'm, I, I I'm hope just that... gonna go sail a boat into the sunset and die. I hope Adrian <laughs> Barbeau shows up. Mm. She was she was in West Craven Swamp Thing in 1980. Is she, she was like a hundred now? I know, I know. You know, I was telling the audience. Cable. I didn't. Adrian know. Barbeau. No, I, didn't, I didn't know. Yeah. All right. She was. Thank you. Her, she had such great boobs that you didn't know she had. A head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't like that. <laughs> and uh, and Wes Craven had Wes Craven actually had like a thirty seven dollar budget in that movie, basically. So Dirk, Dirk DeRock was actually wearing a swamp on him, basically. Yeah. Um, poor, poor Dick DeRock. More <laughs> uh, casting. Let's see here. Uh, oh, this is this is interesting for me because as as Lee loves Swamp Thing, I love Watchmen. 
I do like to watch Who man. watches them? And, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who's watching these Watchmen's? <laughs> it's the new Mad Magazine parody. All I got to say is I want to know who's watching them. Yeah. Guys, keep your eye on those. Anybody watching these guys? <laughs> I got eyes on them. Hey, Mr. Peepers, you watching these Watchmen's? <laughs> you see these Watchmen? The upcoming live-action Watchmen series. Watchmen's? On the HBOs. Who's going to watch that? <laughs> Probably, I think we are. Probably me. I hope when the ratings come through, lots of people watch the Watchmen's. Oh, I guess we're watching the Watchmen. What about the Watch Women? No. Oh, don't get but me started I, on I that. I have an answer for that. Okay. 51% um. of the population of Watch Women's is watch, watching. Uh, but uh, so Jeremy Irons was cast in it. They didn't say who's playing. It. What? Well, who he's playing? Yeah, I, saw, I saw that this week. I hope he's the comedian. Scar. I hope he's no, Scar. They just Scar. <laughs> I, I hope he's the. I hope he plays the twin gynecologist from Dead Ringers. He's playing Ozamand Ozamand Oh, that's cool too. Oh, the part he was born to play. Yeah, uh, mm. because this Watchman apparently is ten years in the future, and Ozamand is smart but didn't age real well. Uh, Jeremy yeah. Irons is Jeremy Irons is handsome. He's yeah. a cold stone. He's better than Meth Damon. He's a silver fox, Carrie he's, Jackson. He's, he's much older than 10 We'd years. We'd all like to fuck Jeremy Irons. He's much you know, older than I 10 years. I think we should fuck him together. Let's go. What the fuck? No. Everybody hop in the bus. Who's We're watching right. that? No, seriously. <laughs> no one wants to watch that. Hop in the bus. We're going to fuck Jeremy Irons. Also cast, but not named what the character is, was uh, Jean Smart. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, she Depression was in Legion. Kitty. Yeah, she was in Legion. From Big Mouth. And she's playing a character called Agent Blake. Probably who, a cop. Who specializes in, <laughs> Good guess. In, in hunting vigilantes. But, hey, hey, not all agents. Wait, not wait, wait, agents. wait. But let's not Maybe forget. Maybe she works at a car rental place. Right. <laughs> Enterprise <laughs> Rental. Oh, hi, Mr. Azimandeus. Would you like to... This one, you've got to keep your eyes on it. Maybe we call it the insurance. Watchmobile. But let's, let's not forget. You see, she's Agent Blake. Listen, the comedian's last name is Blake. Oh. I'm just saying that. I'm just putting it out okay. there. What, was, it, what was her name again? Uh, Jean Smart. I'm looking for her on she's Legion, and I can't find she's her. Like she's like the mom she's on a Legion. Character actor. She's the mom. The old lady. No, the mom. The mom on Legion. The the lady that's in charge of the people. The one who spent the entire last season just getting high. Yeah, and not Smoking leaving out of an elephant. Yeah, yeah the old. Yeah. Most Good importantly, she's depressed. The old lady. <laughs> Okay. I haven't watched Big Mouth. So. She's the she one. was on Designing Women, sir. Well, okay then. I remember yeah, with the guy that played <laughs> the Predator. That's the second time I've heard Designing Women reference today. If I hear Uh-oh. it one more time, it's going to appear. <laughs> Designing Women? Dixie Carter's going to appear. Or Delta. <laughs> yeah. is, that, is that the right Del- show? Delta, Delta Burke. Burke. Yeah. Delta Burke's going to come <laughs> back to life and roll in here. Delta she did? Burke. Yeah, she did. I bet her husband doesn't. Gerald yeah, McRaney's not dead. No, I didn't know Delta, Delta Burke died. What the fuck? I yeah. don't think ah, so. She actually, uh, she's, she signed a, a suicide pact with uh, <laughs> with uh, Rachel yeah, Ray. She's still alive. They put together they put together a whole line of kitchenware. That was the last thing she did. And then they drove off a cliff well, together. Well, Delta Rachel, but Ray. I know Rachel Ray's still alive. Rachel Ray, no, she died. <laughs> she hasn't done anything since like That's 2009, though. Rachel, Rachel Ray? Ray? No, yeah. uh, Delta Burke. Delta Burke. <laughs> Rachel Ray literally said delish one too many times. Ra- someone Rachel just Ray nuts. died, and they, they, they're using her corpse to make that dog yeah. food. I was like, Rachel Ray <laughs> oh does those commercials for dog treats, and then all those dogs just ate her. Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> but the best part is Henson Labs has been keeping her corpse going. <laughs> the, 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 same, the same animatronics they're using in that weird-ass cooking show they're you doing on Netflix. Okay, I tried to watch an episode of that. that I was fucking love that. Terrible. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> no, it was bad. Oh, She's obviously too we were loud. 
She, right. she is. She's horrible, but it's entertaining. <laughs> More streaming service news. From who? Delta Burke. Watch it on your phone. <laughs> streaming Delta Burke. CBS. Okay. It's a CBS Delta app. app. I'm not watching until there's a Star Trek. That, well, that's what it is. I'm, oh, okay. Actually, I I have the CBS app. Well, no, I'm coming have, to your house. I is it just Star Trek and two and a half I, men reruns? I use it to oh, watch the sports. Acres. I use it to watch the sports. Oh, okay. Oh. And, and, and uh, there's Twilight Zone. Yeah, and, 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 and Green Acres. And there's 60 Minutes. Remember the clock thing? Yeah. The shit that, that <laughs> it does that shit. He is up to date. Yeah. Does it ever actually get to 60? You know what? No. That's the best part. That's like <laughs> that's like that's like the cliffhanger. Yeah. They you, they're like, oh it shit! Out. And it fades like, out at like fifty nine like, every time. Of I a think. Bitch, join uh, us again next week. When maybe. I was a little kid, my grandpa always told me that I was actually synced in with the doomsday clock. So if it ever hit sixty, the world was just going to explode. <laughs> Um, I've got. He was, I, he was I really hated sixty minutes. He was fucking with oh, you. He was an asshole. I, I've got the CVS app, <laughs> <laughs> and every time you shut it down, yeah, a eight block long receipt prints out. It's <laughs> really quite amazing. You use it when you're out of TP. <laughs> Yeah, the CBS I'm out of TP. I better shut down the, the CVS app. That's <laughs> ah, rough. <laughs> and then I tell myself, I just fill out this. Um, oh, the savings. So <laughs> if you just take this survey here at the bottom, you'll save 50%. 50% off our 75% inflated prices. Y'all, now, I, CBS. I, okay. I deactivated my CBS app. I did too. Uh, and I'm waiting for January yep. because that's when Discovery comes Same. out. Is that when Discovery comes out? Yes. Oh. Um, but uh, here's here's and, and I've said this before. CBS they saw the numbers on on the first season of Discovery and went, people like Star Trek. What the right? hey? Let's give them a whole lot of Star Trek. I like Star Trek. We well, thought it was just Star Wars people liked. So they like Star. You're getting Discovery again. You're getting the Picard show. Okay. Have they started filming that yet? They're you know? they're developing it right now. Okay. You're getting the animated show I told you about. Right. Uh, short treks. Yeah. And now they're going to do a Section Thirty One show. Oh, that's the time travel division. Uh, it's like covert ops and things yeah, they like hate that. James T. Kirk because yeah. he committed more uh, temporal violations than any other mm-hmm. Starfleet. It was introduced. It was introduced in uh, Deep Space Nine. DS Nine, yeah. And there's a couple of books out there about it. Yeah, and they they actually uh, they reference them. They're the ones that had the uh, hangar that was building the giant. Um, dreadnought ship in the really shitty second Star Trek movie that mm. came out a couple years ago. With the, I'm sorry. Into uh, Darkness? Shitty, I, yeah. Sorry. I like uh, that one. I don't know what he's... I'm not even listening <laughs> to Tony anymore. <laughs> the one where they're like, oh, it's." I call it platform of the movie because every time there's a conflict, someone's standing on a platform. I mean, don't get me wrong. It wasn't the best Star Trek movie. No, I, 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 was, I that was it. I call it, five. I call it if Dick Cheney found Khan. Right. That's go. what I call it. Right. Uh, anyway, but uh, they're yeah, and and they're talking to Michelle Yeoh to play the same character in that she's the... playing in Discovery. Oh, to really? Be on Section Thirty One. Oh, that could be cool because if they're not just if they're not just temporal, if they're actually doing cross dimensional stuff. You know, when I hear of organizations that have like a thirty one at the end, I wonder what the previous thirty were. They're what gone. did they well, work on? Section, is that section what it 31 is? was huh? a big part of Enterprise, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Huge part of Enterprise. Of course, not the best part of Enterprise. What did Section 17 work on? Uh, they whales. actually, <laughs> yeah, whales. And Section 7 was just Pop Darts. Oh. oh, man, I want to be a part of that section. No, they're they're part of the section that figured out how not to burn your roof of your mouth on it. I was part of section 19, but they're the section that, you know, the, the yellow lines on roads? That's yeah. what we did. Really? Yeah. In did space? You work in, the, in space. In sp- 
That doesn't make any fucking sense. I know. That's why, obviously, we're on 31. This is why I come to Geek Show, for these questions and answers. Every every 14th asteroid in the asteroid belt just has a a dashed line (laughs) going across (laughs) it. I didn't learn nothing about space, but it's good to know that Delta Burks doing good. You know what I mean? Like, she's still alive. I don't know if she's doing good. She's still alive, I'm looking like, though. yo, I, I, I right. didn't know. She's okay. Still getting that McRainy dick. Jesus. Getting, getting them residuals. Uh, that won't Designing be the, women. That won't be the name of the episode. That I, residual. I think McRainy yeah. dick. McRainy dick? I think, they, no, I think they divorced a long time ago. They did. Yeah. When yeah. he started banging Ray Foray. Yeah. I don't think... <laughs> It all comes around. And she was uh, all like, and she was all like, no. Delicious. According to IMDb, she's still married to Gerald McRaney. Yeah. Yeah, but the since our, 1989, she's still married to the senior Simon. Yeah, because like, Rick and AJ. He was obviously AJ. I feel like, I feel like Delta Burke has an assistant, and she's gonna be like, probably like Monday or Tuesday, Wednesday. She's gonna be like, Delta, you're. You're trending. Oh, holy You're shit. Trending. <laughs> You're trending. Delta, Someone, Delta, we, talking about hey, you. Delta, we remember, got a Google page. Remember, so, uh, you remember, showed up on the no, internet today. Remember when Simon and Simon went to Hawaii and teamed up with, uh, with Magnum? P.I.? Do you remember that? I do. Do you nah, remember when you remember Charlie's that? Angels went on the Love Boat? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Love Boat Angels? You remember that? No. Yeah, I bet you Rebecca does I'm too young for this conversation. <laughs> I know, yeah. I'll tell you what is funny, though. On her IMDb page, they have the trivia section, you know, in all the IMDb pages. And okay. they usually put, like, the most interesting one. Right there to get you to click on it. Oh, that's subjective. It says, did you know she's trivia alive. is diabetic? Oh, that's what her trivia that's is. That's her trivia. Yeah. Picture of you know, um, Delta Burke and Gerald, uh, the McCraney guy. And it says four days yeah. ago. Look, that's it, what it, love looks ago. like. It rates it on how many out of how many found it interesting. And that's the top one. Okay. 28 of 28 found so it interesting. So I want to meet the 16 people who went to yeah. IMDb. Is Delta Burke diabetic? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you are. Here, Alexa. If, Alexa. If you are updating Delta Burke's IMDb and Wikipedia page, get on that, would yeah. you? Because that's not enough. No. We could have more trivia. Well, here's about another Delta. one. I'm diabetic, she was but it's Miss, not the most fascinating thing about me. She was Miss Florida in 1974. Okay. But that's only 26 out of 26 See, found that interesting. that's more interesting than her did being you diabetic. Know, <laughs> did you know that Delta Burke was talked about extensively on a podcast <laughs> in 2018? Zero of 100 found that interesting. <laughs> <laughs> did you know her first name? Also the name of an airline? What? Wow. Now there's some trivia. Add that IMDb. <laughs> Did you know what was the name of the guy, the the one the one gentleman in designing women? This is the worst question of all. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The, the guy. This is important. He, the guy. He was, was a tall dude. He was very flamboyant. Uh, very flamboyant. He designed all the women. Did you know? Did you know his his genre applicability here? No. He was the predator. No. Yes. He preyed on all I, those women. Google that shit. Google right it. Now. I'm looking right now. Alexa. And we'll have an and he answer. died. Jamal. He died from his giganticism. <laughs> he wasn't that He big. wasn't a giant. He, he was very tall. He's, that's a different guy. From the, an ant's no, perspective? No, the guy. Anthony, Anthony Bouvier? No. Okay. Bouvier. But his name was like Bouvier. Anthony something. Or He's related to Marge. Jamal. That's a simple Yeah, the, the, the guy's name was that. Jamal something. Scott Bakula? Scott no. Bakula was in fucking designing women. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he jumped into one of the women. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Did I you would... know what? If you oh, go, boy. If you go Blackula, you don't go Scott Bakula? <laughs> 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 yes! That was the best 
joke of all time. <laughs> all right, we're gonna get down. I don't think Lee's correct about I, that. Yes, I that guy. Is. No, there's no name. tall guy. You're losing listeners by the second. The tallest person I've seen on this so far is Patrick Warburton, who Jim, played Craig. Jim Patrick J. Warburton was on Designing Women. I'm telling you, Jim J. Bullock played the Predator. <laughs> now you're throwing things around. We are losing oh. listeners All by right. the second. Oh, we never had then him let's, to begin with. Then let's, <laughs> then let's take a break, and uh, after, after these messages, messages we'll, we'll be right back. Designing Women. <laughs> Mystery Escape Room in the Gateway Mall specializes in theatrical escape rooms with fantastical live actors and immersive, fully built sets. Don't just play an escape room. Make it an adventure into your favorite stories. From Grimm's Fairy Tales to 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea to their newly opened Ancient Crypt Mystery, there are stories to explore. Can you solve the mystery? Book your escape room today at mysteryescaperoom.com or by calling 385-322-2583. Use the code GEEKSHOW, one word, for 15% off of your purchase. This is not your everyday cafe, and this is just one indication. F***ing delicious Twin Sons Cafe is. Go eat there, you should. Mexican-influenced Americana cuisine, daily specials, and they're still rocking home delivery, along with a full-service catering. Find comfort food in a cafe inspired by a galaxy far, far away. That's Twin Suns Cafe in Sugar House, 2305 South Highland Drive, just across from the liquor store. Open from 8 to 3 p.m. daily, except Tuesdays. Get details online at twinsunscafeslc.com. Hugs are free. Twin Suns, not your everyday cafe. Out of this f***ing world, it's food is. Live at the Eccles and Fan X presents Neil Gaiman, the number one New York Times bestselling author of more than 20 books like Coraline, American Gods, and the Sandman series. Saturday, November 17th at the Eccles Theater in downtown Salt Lake City. Tickets and info are at liveattheeccles.com. That's E-C-C-L-E-S dot com. And for all you fans of Geek Show, they're offering you an exclusive discount. Use the code X96 and get 15% off, excluding PL1. Don't miss Neil Gaiman this Saturday night, live at the Eccles. If you're a gamer, you know, love to play games, board games like uh, Dungeons & Dragons, Magic the Gathering, Pokemon, you'll love Haster Games. My guess is you've heard of Haster Games if you're a gamer. they got new lines of metal dice to go with their gemstone dice in. They have a great weight to them. Die-hard dice and gravity dice. And they carry more dice than anybody, and these have been selling very well. Guilds of Rivnica, a great new set for Magic the Gathering, is now available. Uh, for Dungeons & Dragons, a Waterdeep Dungeon Heist, two weeks early for sale. Go see this wonderful campaign for Dungeons & Dragons. Haster recently added more display cases, a sound system, they're, uh, more shelving for their huge game library, and yes, you can play games for free at Haster, and computer kiosks to help you peruse their inventory and order cards. Stop by and see all the newness at Haster Games. And tell them Geek Show says, hey, not only does Haster carry the best selection of all the latest board games and magic products, they will buy your pre-owned board games and magic products, too. Haster Games is located at 6831 South State. They're open from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday, noon to 5 on Sunday. It's a great place to stay and play. Remember, Haster has it. 
Hi, this is Carrie, and I'm here with my wife, Sue. Hi. I'm so proud of her. She started her own business doing what she loves. Tell us about My Workout Buddy. I believe that working out with someone will keep you motivated and accountable to your fitness goals, so I'm your workout buddy. I will meet you at your Salt Lake County gym or rec center for a 60-minute workout session. If motivation won't get you to the gym, My Workout Buddy will. So you will come to my gym? Yes. The more you know about your own gym's equipment, the less time you'll waste trying to figure out a routine. I think it helps build confidence and competency, and that makes going to the gym more enjoyable. But you're not my personal trainer. Well, I'm a a certified trainer, but this is not a personal trainer service. So what do you do? I am actually going to work out with you. I'll do cardio, weights, group classes, whatever you want to do. I will help you with options to make exercises effective and help you towards any fitness goals you may have. That's a great idea. How do people start? Well, message me on Facebook at my work Workout Buddy SLC or email me myworkoutbuddyslc at iCloud.com. One session is $20. If you cancel an appointment less than 12 hours before the start time, there is a $10 cancellation fee. And why is that? That's motivation and accountability. And if you tell Sue Geek Show says hey, you'll get half off of your first session, My Workout Buddy SLC. All right, and All we're right. back. Designing <laughs> predator. I don't believe it. Designing this is, predator. This is nonsense. This is fucking So, Meshach Taylor. Yeah. It was the actor in question. Yeah. From, He's, yeah. He was on Designing Women. Yes. Yes. Why yes. is this happening? This still? I don't know. <laughs> How do you spell that, Meshach? M E. Shock. Shock. No, I put that S H A C K Taylor. I'm on his IMD. Don't fucking yeah. worry. About oh it. no, you're confused, Lee. He was a slee stack. Meshack the slee stack. You remember he was the smart one. <laughs> oh, Carrie, you're this confused. Is a Dr. Seuss you're book? confused because that was a tribute porn that we made in 1993. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. shit! Now I'm confused. Yeah. You guys made. Now wait, wait, wait. I what, remember what, correctly. Wait, time on. No, 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 no. Stop it. No, I don't want you to remember shit correctly. What is tribute porn? Explain. Well, that's <laughs> instead of parody porn where you're making fun of it. Tribute porn is when you're actually paying tribute. You're, to it. you're embracing. <laughs> that's what so, Wood Rocket does. Right. They don't parody. They pay uh, homage to the right. Stuff. Their I, Game of Thrones parody it was not a parody. It was almost a shot for shot. They're currently with making Dicks. a red. So Dead that would be masturbation oh porn. It could be when you masturbate, you're paying tribute. So. Yeah, because our our tribute porn of the six million dollar man was amazing. Mm-hmm. I'd really like to thank you for. So he died. <laughs> he died in 2012. Yes, uh, one of his last uh, <laughs> movies he was in. Uh, he he played Charles Pruitt in a movie called Wigger. Mm-hmm. What? All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't see. Uh, I made the tribute porn for that. He was. Uh, let's see. God. I'm not seeing Predator on here. Yeah. On he was on Angry Beavers. He's not there. Angry He's, Beavers. Oh, you know what? I'm wrong. The guy that played Harry and Harry and the Hendersons played the Predator. Yeah. Oh, that and sounds no, that more accurate. Yeah. No, that was a sleaze stack. You have wasted eight time, eight minutes of time. All right. <laughs> I have not because everybody listening right now is thinking to themselves, "Oh my God, Lee is the god of distraction." I was. Uh, most importantly, me, most importantly, 1987. Yes. He played Hollywood in that horrible in mannequin? mannequin movie. Yes, yes mannequin. he did. I would love to meet the people who are screaming at their radio or iPod right now. They're screaming in delight. Um, let me get Lee back on track. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> with uh, something that will draw his attention. Mm. P- Pacific Rim. I like Pacific Rim a lot. Yeah, see, now I, we got I know back. I even like yeah. I even liked that substandard second movie. Oh my god! Quite a what bit. that yeah. fan fiction of a movie? Yeah, it was fan fiction. Yeah. It was terrible, but the Jaegers were cool. The Jaegers were cool. All right. Yeah. Netflix is working on five new anime shows. All right. Mm-hmm. You got a show from a Cowboy Bebop writer, Dai Sato. That yep. will take place in the world of Altered Carbon. Uh, have you watched Altered well, Carbon? It takes place Altered in the world of Altered. Oh, Get I'm in. Get the fuck away! Stop in. it! Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, the uh, happy. <laughs> Me too. It's so it's a Netflix cyberpunk show based on and, the novels uh, from awesome. a guy who already wrote a shit ton of amazing science mm-hmm. fiction. Uh, Altered Carbon is currently getting ready for a second season. Yeah, yeah. And uh, this anime with Anthony Mackie, and this anime will further expand the story's universe and its mythology. Which awesome. is such, I mean, Altered Carbon, they, they set up so brilliantly in that first episode because there's a family at the police station, and their, their, their daughter had been killed. Yep. And they're standing there with this old woman, and they're like, "This isn't our daughter." And I'm like, "Well, this is the this is the only recycled body this we is had. The available. only sleeve we had available. Be- yeah, because right they can they can dump your consciousness into a sleeve. But if you're poor, you, you know, don't you get, get whatever's on hand. Yeah. So like, you kind of want to keep the good one, right? So yeah, they're literally like their 17 year old daughter was killed, and they just dumped her in the body of this mm. this old woman because that's what they had in the bank. I liked that first season so much that I don't want to buy the books to listen to because I want to watch the second season before I read the books. I'm mm. hoping that the showrunner takes a cue because there was some pretty disturbing violence towards there was, women there in the was. first season. And uh, let's let's move on. Yeah, uh, Gonzo, the studio behind Helsing and Afro Samurai, is oh, developing a series shit. developing a series called. Uh, Hagister, yeah, based on a post-apocalyptic manga where people turn into insects. What? <laughs> if you haven't watched Studio Gonzo stuff, they they have a fluidity to their animation that's mm-hmm. disturbing. There's Trees, a supernatural series based on uh, Philippine folklore. Okay. Then there's Yasuki, a series that takes place on a uh, war-torn Japan uh, in in a war-torn Japan of mechs and magics. Okay. As, uh, and uh, starring Lakeith Stanfield as a uh, retired Ronin tasked with taking care of a mysterious child. He was in Sorry to Bother You. Yep. I just watched that yesterday. It's, how, how'd you deal with that movie? We need to talk. Yeah. I got <laughs> I, I think it kind of fell apart there in some places. It needed an editor, uh, but I thought it was I, great. Yeah, that's exa- that little gap of silence that I just had. That's yeah. exactly what it was yeah. like watching the movie. Because like, oh, oh. It, it suffered from this. <laughs> It suffered from what I call the Sundance syndrome, yeah. which is, you know, you got to have someone objective edit your movie, yeah. period, because it's well, just too much. Well, Lee, I know why you're laughing, because that there's the part, the, the movie, it, it's it's going. No, I was just laughing because I saw your O face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, my, my, my O face. Uh, anyway, the series. Oh, you do, you do the Clint Eastwood, too? Yeah. Uh, so this series uh, comes from a graphic novel based on the true story of Yasuki, a samurai of African origin. But then, of course, the That's better announcement. Fascinating. Out of all of these, just for Lee, Pacific Rim series. Mm-hmm. Craig Kyle, Thor Ragnarok, Greg Johnson, X Men Evolution. Oh shit! Have mm-hmm. you? Do you guys oh. remember X Men Evolution? Heck yeah, so I watched good. every That's episode. A good fucking series. It will uh, star a teenage boy and his younger sister who take control of an abandoned Jaeger as they travel across the country in search of their parents. Aw. Well, I liked three out of those five ideas. I, I'm in. You didn't mention the sixth one. What was the sixth one? Uh, it's a great anime series. Uh, I'm very excited about it. Designing Women Jesus. versus the Golden Girls. Oh, God, I watched the shit out of that. That's going to get bloody. That will get well, bloody. especially especially if like uh, especially if, like Meshach Taylor fought the neighbor from the from the Golden Girls. I hate this. We don't talk about <laughs> Meshach Taylor. I we decided I, he I was really deceased. Don't. So uh, if they're doing an animated series, there's one Jaeger I want to see very badly. Mm. Betty uh, White. It's it's uh it's <laughs> talked about. Well, Betty White would be a fantastic Jaeger because she would outlive yeah. them all. But there, uh, Guillermo del Toro talks a lot in the Art of Pacific Rim book about Matador Fury. It's the Mexican Jaeger, <laughs> and it's it's piloted by two convicts who are basically told that every time they get in the Jaeger, their multiple life sentences will be reduced by a few years. <laughs> but of course, nice. getting a Jaeger is a death sentence. So it's like these crazy convicts, murderers. 
And what's it called? Matador Fury. Matador Fury. I fucking because, love it. Because Matador Fury, first off, badass fucking name. Yeah. But I just love the idea of two just like badass Mexican dudes just getting this In a big Jaeger. metal sombrero. Uh, maybe, maybe <laughs> I just kind of, I kind of see like the Santos mask on him, you know, yeah. like, uh, anyway, see, I, I, I want to see my favorite Jaeger. <laughs> Jaeger bottle of Jaeger bomb. I was going to say Meister, uh, but Jaeger bomb. Uh, it stumbles around in an affliction T-shirt and just pukes all the time. Yeah, Jaeger Jaeger Meister is really ridiculous if you're like German. in any way German because it's like, oh, he's the leader of the hunters. Cool. He's the master hunter. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then there's uh, this that we got today, and I started listening to this. Uh, I told you about it a year ago. You the, did. Uh, the Wolverine podcast. It was, oh, uh, yeah, that's yeah. Good. Wolverine's got a podcast? It's it good. Is it out? It's going? <laughs> it was was on, it done? It was on Stitcher. The first season, yeah, the first season's done. It's fully oh, out. I missed it. It's like a radio Well, drama. I mean, it's not like it's Wolverine's gone like, forever. I miss Gene, it's man. It's here, if you just believe. <laughs> oh. If only well, Scott hadn't been such a fucking asshole, I could have gotten to the gene before she died. Here's my hints of controlling back hair. <laughs> All right, now let me tell you about the best way to poach an egg. <laughs> but first, let me tell you about Blue Apron. <laughs> here's a, here's I'm going to go to bed on my Casper mattress. I'm the best at what I do. And what, it, what I do is cook a delicious meal with Blue Apron. Here's How do a, I see all those bad guys? Warby Parker. <laughs> all right, friends. So sometimes you're wondering how I stay in touch with everybody in these here instead. It's 1-800-STAMPS.COM. <laughs> so send you a scale. 1-800-STAMPS.COM. You're going to make someone buy that domain. In order to save $20 and get free shipping from Brooklyn and <laughs> use my code Berserker. Berserker. <laughs> use my code Snicked. Snickety Snaw. <laughs> By the way, when I'm making coleslaw, I use all six claws. Oh, my God. If Gene was still around, I'm claw. sure we'd use this <clears throat> code at Adam and Eve. <laughs> Sometimes she makes me wear this stupid visor. I don't think she's as into me as I am into her. <laughs> I'm going to sit in a cave and fight a bear. <laughs> Friends, when you're fighting a bear, you got to keep your claws sharp. I like to imagine in the new Halloween movie that he kills those podcasters because he's like, I use Hello Fresh. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's. You ever been torn in half by the Hulk? <laughs> I have. I have. Get some real fucking problems. <laughs> I was just wandering around the Canadian wayside. Fucking cannibal spirit. Wendigo. Everybody like says Wendigo. it wrong. They're all like, you didn't realize the wild wind up. That's not Stevie Nicks. Says, you hear the Wendigo. You hear a sound. Sounds like it's screaming. Logan. Logan. <laughs> oh, I'm Come rambling inside, again. honey. I'm rambling. I got my claws stuck in the gate. I'm so sorry about him. <laughs> Quiet, Gene. <laughs> After the Wendigo gets your cave dirty, you're going to need some cleaning products. Yeah. <laughs> Grove.co. All natural. All right. Not even I can smell it. Yeah. <laughs> He's Friends. lying. He doesn't do any of the cleaning. Friends, when you're reading the side of that Bronner's natural soap, like, everything's getting blurry. Just remember, Zenny Optical. You can get your glasses from my home people in Canada. <laughs> I mean, right. I don't need them because my eyesight's perfect. Yeah. Regenerates like every a, night. Like yeah. a cat and a dog you know, combined. I got a Vanity Fair for pair for date night. and uh, You can get them for $17.99 plus shipping. Friends, you, you, ever, you ever nick your femoral artery while you're masturbating to the Golden Girls? 
Me neither. But you get blood all over your clothes. Stitch fix. Stitch fix. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh, anyway. I'm telling you, everything is, everything's $3 on this thing. Go to Brandless. Get your... You get your coconut... <laughs> Your coconut juice. Whatever you're looking for, don't just buy it on Amazon. Use honey. Get the best price. You could be saving money. Like I'm saving lives. Remember, friends. Except Jean. If you're not paying, if you're not using trim, you're spending too much money on your Comcast bill. Sometimes she still talks to me though in my head. Do you know what she says? Tony, there's a problem though. Our Wolverine just became a McDuff the crime dog. Rough. Rough. You okay, Jay? Yeah. <laughs> she comes to me in my dreams and she tells me I could be saving so much money on progressive insurance. <laughs> I try I try to click skip on the commercial ad, but I end up just stabbing her. Sometimes click on the microphone and sometimes she's got a beehive hairdo and she's wearing a white apron. I'm so confused. I I may be regenerating. Progressive doesn't do podcasts. No, they should. <laughs> I think we just want another Webby. I wish Jimmy was here to do the Patrick Warburton voice. <laughs> Uh, Patrick Warburton. No, that's yeah. not Patrick Warburton. You're that doing it like, wrong. That sounds like a You're special Patrick Warburton. You win. <laughs> what were we talking about? Friends. Wolverine podcast. Friends, when my fangs are not quite as nice as they should be, quip.com. Yeah. <laughs> Getquip.com. I have to brush my fangs with quip because yes. they're the only bone that's not covered in adamantium. Well, I... Have you brushed your teeth today? <laughs> There's Jean again. <laughs> Logan, who are you talking to? Can you hear her too? All right. I think we should just do the Wolverine podcast. That's a good it's idea. Just Forty-five minutes of us trying to do ads. Uh, <laughs> next, next up, next up on the Snick Cast, I've got my old friend Kane Marco. <laughs> We're gonna talk about getting some sick gains in the gym without going paleo. I get my comic books the from Doctor Volts. <laughs> the thing is, I realize how much y'all really listen to podcasts. <laughs> like y'all really know the ads. That's what, that's why. That's oh, no, why we, I'm like, we only know from all the complaints we get about the ads on this one. Uh, Have you seen that? That there was a tweet. Of somebody created podcast. Bingo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Fuck. We should do the AdCast <sighs> podcast. Okay. <laughs> we get so many people. We'd be so fucking rich. Yeah. We, AdCast we brought to you by the following ads. We'd have <laughs> all the sponsors. Okay. All right. We'll see you next week. Friends, right. do you have a hurt back? Purple mattress can help you with that. All right. Oh shit! Okay, okay. What do you got? What do you got? So first? it was about a year. And we never finished the Wolverine. Podcast. Oh, okay. Right. Yes. We've been doing That's why we're so here. I thought we were. We were recording we a were. fucking episode. What yeah. are you talking about? It was about a year ago that it, it dropped, and it was you had to pay to to listen to it, and mm. and then they said after a while we'll let it out free. It's finally free. It's oh free. yes, I didn't miss it. It's on it's on Stitcher. It's <laughs> on Apple. Yay. It's on iTunes. You can listen, what channel? You can listen to it after yeah. the. Do you last listen to some of it, Kay? So wait. Yeah. It's on Stitcher for free now, or yeah, do I have to go yeah, somewhere else to get it? No, you can go you get it through Apple, you can get it through Stitcher. Okay, cool. Who's free. the voice? Cool. Uh, uh, Armitage is his last name. Fred? Richard, Richard Armitage? Richard Armitage. It's the, guy, it's the guy that played the lead dwarf in The Hobbit. Okay. Really? Oh, okay. that's right. I All read right. that. Yeah, yeah. He, he also played... Uh, no. No. Yeah. Uh, he also played... Uh, he played Draculia most yeah. recently. Uh, but anyway... It, they, Jim, Jimmy and hit their friends. It has been considered a success because they have greenlit season two. Nice. Okay. That's why uh, I brought it up. What do you think of it? Uh, you know, 
because I'm familiar with uh, those old time radio shows, like, you know? okay. like the yeah, I, like the uh, the shadow, the shadow. It, you know, that's what this is. Right, oh. that's exactly what. See, this I is. love that shit. Remember, we had that station here in Utah that, on AM that mm-hmm. would play them. Mm-hmm. So and I would listen to them. They're, they're, sometimes the sound effects on those are distracting. How are be, the distra- How are the sound oh, effects on this? They've one? gotten better. Okay, good. Yeah, there, the, the tech is much. There better. are okay. there are a lot of those cropping up right now. Uh, the people behind Nightville did Alice Isn't Dead, which mm-hmm. I think is. Just, I could not get into it. I that once you get past the first couple episodes, the storyline is really quite compelling, and I really enjoyed it. But uh, that was for me. Do you listen to Limetown? I have not yet. Season no. two dropped after we all thought they were done. It's the only podcast to actually kind of scare me. Mm. Yeah, and season two. No, it's just it's great because I spend a lot of time sitting at my workbench just painting because that's kind of um, what I do. Yeah, and so I put on some of these long form podcasts or audiobooks, but the long form podcasts that are doing the radio dramas are they're, they're, I'll, they're I'll say, great. Well, I'll say this about the Wolverine podcast, uh, and like I said, I'm only halfway through. Uh, I listened to it on my car speakers, and I shouldn't have because mm. there's phones? use the headphones mm, because okay. there's a lot. Of, they layer that shit. Yeah. I mean, there's there's stuff that's whispered in a room that I had to go back and crank up and yep. all that. So yep. headphones for that. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, that's 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 all I got. Does anybody have any uh, recommendations or? Uh, if you thing? like musicals, there's Aww. a musical podcast called Thirty Six Questions. It's great. It's three episodes. Each episode's like forty five minutes long. Okay. But original music. Jonathan Groff is one of the okay. main actors in it. Um, but it's a musical about uh, you know that list of like thirty six questions you ask someone to make them fall in love with mm-hmm. you. It's about that, and it's just about this couple and they go through the questions and it's a very sweet musical. Aww. I'm fucking with uh, Games Workshop is releasing a new board game of Warhammer Quest. Warhammer Quest has been traditionally a a fantasy-based board game. You get some cool fantasy miniatures, and you have these different tiles you lay Mm -hmm. out as you go into different areas. Uh, They're doing their first sci-fi version for 40K. Uh, It's called Blackstone Fortress. We got a preview copy at Shiv uh, yesterday, and uh, it's really cool. Like The miniatures in it are pretty neat. The gameplay is the same as Warhammer Quest, if you're a Warhammer Quest fan. And I'm going to say the same thing I say in my Bleeding Cool articles. Uh... Support your local game store because they not only get that game in for you, these are people that are part of your community. They're working hard every day to, to bring something that's actually <clears throat> worth something. Kind of like Dr. Volts. They mm. have a community at Dr. Volts, yeah, right? Yeah. It's, a, it's a great shop. It's a community. They're looking out for you. They Recommendations. Your game store is going to do the same exact thing. So, exactly. Uh, and, and I say that as somebody who had a local business that did not work out. Yes. It, it's a vital thing that's super, super important. So if you have a local game store... Mm-hmm. Then by all means, get your Blackstone Fortress from them instead of ordering it from, say, one of the big box stores. Don't, yeah, don't do that. And if you can't find one in your local town, uh, look on eBay because I guarantee you some of those shops that are selling those games might actually be game stores. So it's a way you can support a local game store, mm-hmm. even if it's not local mm-hmm. to you. Uh, anything else? Um, I got a recommendation. Yeah, go ahead. What's two, you got? two video game recommendations. Vidya games? I've been playing a lot lately. Vidya. I actually platinumed the Spider-Man game. Spider-Man. I got all the trophies. Spent way too much time playing it. It's so much fun. Humble brag. Yeah, it really is. <clears throat> I don't know if that's a brag. Did you get all of his? Uh, <laughs> but did you get all of his costumes? I got all of his costumes. So you have the classic costume. Classic costume. Right. Classic did you get the damage. new DLC costumes? I haven't got the DLC yet. Mm. So I've only platinum the main game. Oh, but okay. I got Re- the, Rebecca's uh, had those for like a week. Oh, Jesus. Wow. <laughs> I suck. <laughs> I don't even have a PS4. <laughs> You're so basic. And then uh, Destiny Two Forsaken. Yep. It's just so much fun. 
And that, it, is, actually, it is the best loot and shoot right now, if you ask me. Uh, actually, Blizzard has a, a promo code uh, till November 18th that they're giving away uh, for PC on. Uh, oh, that's right. It's yeah. free on yeah. PC right yeah, now till the 18th. It's, so that's yeah, right. yeah, they because they just sent me that. Man, this morning. I gotta I gotta talk to somebody about. Super Look at my, me knowing stuff. Super, yeah. super, <laughs> super my laptop up so I can play that. There you mm-hmm. go. I'm looking right at the guy. Oh, hey. To talk to hey. <laughs> <laughs> I cannibalized like six uh, laptops. And well, I had, I had, a, laptop. I had, I had Dan build me like yeah. a super cool gaming rig back in 2012. Mm-hmm. And it's just now saying things like, what? <laughs> I can't play that. There's too many pixels. Yeah. Jay? Um, I just got, I got some recommendations. Like this is, it's not new, but it's, it's 25 years old. Is uh, go back and listen to Midnight Marauders by A Tribe Called Quest. Oh yeah, and Wu Tang Enter the Thirty Six Chambers. They celebrate on Friday. They celebrated their twenty uh, fifth anniversary of both of those albums. Two that came out in nineteen ninety three. Yeah, and so math. Uh, I had to do the math, but no. It, I just want people to listen to those albums because those two albums are very dear to me. <clears throat> and because uh, Midnight Marauders was when I used to skateboard in Los Angeles. Oh, and then that, I, I, I think because skateboarding is kind of like flying mm-hmm. sometimes. So I, I imagine just having headphones on and listening to that album yeah. must have been amazing. For, for me, like it was from when I lived in L.A., A Tribe Called Quest Midnight Marauders was like the shit. And yeah. then I moved. Through, uh, then it was the summer that I moved to Orange County. Mm-hmm. And that's when I found, which in Orange County was predominantly white. Yeah. All the white boys listened to Wu Tang, right? And so when I went to the skate park, they was listening to Wu Tang, and I wasn't really up on that shit. And so like from that, those two albums, they both came out the same day, like influenced me in so many ways. So when'd you find Daylaw? Huh? When'd you find Daylaw? I found Daylaw like <laughs> it was three feet high and rising, but I yeah. was I was younger. Yeah, because that, that was, was yeah. that was eighty nine. That was like the first time I actually started skateboarding. Yeah. So like, but that's uh, that was it. Um, and then I do want to recommend um, check out my boy Zach Ivy. Uh, local, uh, local Utah rapper, but has some great, great track listing. You can find him on Spotify. And then go check out my peoples from Inglewood Films on Samoan Gold. Samoan Gold 1, 2, and 3 on Amazon Prime. You might see your boy in the next Samoan Gold 4. Ooh. Wow. Might, you might, you might see it. So just, I, I, but get I, familiar with it, all I right? I think I saw one of the best freestyle people I've ever seen. Thursday night, riding the train home. <laughs> really? <laughs> kid, kids just, there's like two just, kids sitting in the back of the train, and they were they were doing freestyle. And I was just up at the front going, holy shit, that's... It's, it's, it's dope to see that that art form is still... I'm trying to teach my son yeah. uh, how to freestyle, and, and it's really helping him express his well, it feelings. Just, it was just two bored kids in the back of the train and passing time, but it was like... Oh my God! I miss public transportation. Yeah. Well, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Cool and crazy and scary as long as long as he doesn't freestyle like the guy on. Sorry to bother you. Oh right. yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, Tony, one more thing, and then we'll. I was going to say the uh, game releases this week. Oh yes, the yes. game. Re- I forgot all about uh, it. It's okay. Hitman Two is out this week on all the systems. If mm-hmm. you like the stealthy assassinations. Uh, we also have SNK 40th Anniversary Collection for the Switch. That's like a lot of 2D fighters, fighting games. Uh, let's see, Shadow. Yes. I, I think it's great. I love my Switch. I have one, and I don't really play video games, <laughs> so all the, I like All it. the guys at my game shop are playing yeah. Diablo and losing their minds. Yeah, that Diablo. just came out like two weeks ago for the Switch, and it's good. And I, and I hear they, I hear they got a, the, uh, the, the, the Skyrim. Yep, Skyrim's on there. <laughs> I use it. I don't like to play fighting games. I like story-based games, yeah. and that's what I use it for. Cool. Because you got Zelda, 
Um, well, that, like I, the got, first one uh, I got was Oxenfree. <clears throat> Oxenfree. That yep. one was awesome. Alley, the, alley. There's a lot of good indie games on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, also, coming out this week, this is a fairly big launch, uh, Fallout 76. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I you like your stay. Fallout and you like your multiplayer, that's that's the game to look at. I have a friend who's in the beta right now. He's is he enjoying it? He's loving the shit out nice. of it. Nice. He said, "Yeah, it's a Bethesda game. It's got some bugs, but the some, <laughs> yeah, but it's not. It's very thoroughly Fallout, even though it's yeah, you know, online and other mm-hmm. players are there. And then another big release at the end of the week, Battlefield Five is out. <laughs> you know, these uh, these are all big titles, but yeah. I, I still kind of feel bad for them following Red Dead yeah. Redemption. Two weeks ago, yeah. Red Dead 2 came out, so, you know, th- I, these don't really matter. Yeah. <laughs> like, right now, this is a good time. It's, it's, Red Dead, there's a lot NBA of good games. Any of you guys playing Red Dead 2? Uh, I'm waiting. I'm waiting mm. for them to iron out a few more bugs. Yeah. Rebecca, um, are you playing? Oh, it's a story-based game. That's all I'm going to I know. My fiance is, but I'm not. Okay. Because I know what will happen is that I'll get started and I'll get sucked in. Yeah. And then everything else will go to shit. Yeah. So I, I got to you know find a time when I have time. I have two weeks off around Christmas, and that's when that's, I'm going to play. That's what I think I'm going to do. Um, too, yeah. But right now there's a few bugs. I don't know if they've been patched yet, but one is there's a specific road in that game where if you ride your horse down it, your horse will start on fire for no reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What I heard <laughs> about that. Don't fix it. <laughs> do not Have you seen it. the video of the train? going by and then as the train pulls away this horse tumbling after it like a tumbleweed <laughs> yep. my, my, wait, they, my favorite. they have this thing where I don't know if it's on purpose or if it's a bug it's got to be on purpose because it happens all the time your horse doesn't have any obstacle avoidance Yeah. so you'll be galloping along and you think oh there's a boulder in the way but my horse will kind of I'll go to the side no 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 it'll run right into that boulder throw you over the horse and you will take damage there is something <clears throat> that I read about that you can do in this game what's that at night in a certain forest there's a clan gathering. Oh yes, <gasps> and apparently <gasps> you can. Can I go kill? Clans if you again? if you if you lay your predator bait down into the clan meeting, then like bears and cougars will yep. come and eat them. There's a numerous. A bunch of but different. There's a ways bunch of different ways you, you can, can kill but these clans. The, the best, and you don't get like and penalized. There, yeah, there's no penalty for doing the best, the best Red Dead video on right now is uh, wow. Angry yeah. Joe reviews, where the he's riding his horse and there's a lady about to give him a quest and she gets rammed by a deer. Oh, I've if, seen that. It's it's hysterical. She's she's like, oh help me, help me, and he's about to get off the horse, and this yeah. deer just goes <laughs> up, boom, and she's on the ground. The deer's gone. And he's just like, I saw another one where guys two 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 guys are riding along real fast around sheep, and they're supposed to be herding the sheep, and one of them. The guy's like, okay, we got to herd these sheep over here. The other one runs right over a sheep and it just tumbles. And the guy goes, what the hell are you killing them for? <laughs> All right. That's crazy. All right. I got to play this game. Yeah. Do, do people, wait, wait. Hmm? Real quick. So, like, you could just kill clansmen in this game? Yeah. With no repercussions. I never. Of, yeah, does, is that the game? No. Uh, that's that would just be a great a, that's a, Can you also unlock the Benny Hill music like you could in the first one? <laughs> oh, we need to do that. I haven't heard about so that. So, yakety sax yeah. playing while you're killing clansmen yeah. with bears. That'd be great. Mr. B, take it from me, our uh, old pal Logan. Man, if I if I'm gonna eat more ham, it's gonna be a spiral cut honey baked ham. And if you go to honeybakedham.com Logan right now, uh, did you? Uh, what are you, what are you looking? What are you looking at? Logan? I thought I heard something. Oh no, uh, it's just you and me, bud. Well, there's you nothing to, there. You go to check out. Logan, don't forget to watch uh, me. Oh, there she is, dude. Uh, who are you talking uh, to? Uh, <laughs> You enter in the, uh, the the code Bub at checkout. <laughs> You're going to save 15% on any purchase over $30. <laughs> 
Absolute pleasure meeting both of you guys. Uh, first of all, the film is fantastic. I'm curious, is there a heightened level of intimidation or excitement when portraying a real life character rather than a fictitious character? Yeah, I mean, I, th I think there, there always is, especially considering, you know, a, a monarch, yeah. you know, of England. <laughs> um, but then having said mm. that, we have to remember there's a difference between history and storytelling. So, you know, we have kind of a similar responsibility to, the, to what historians have. Um, but there is then also an artistic license, and I wanted to flesh this guy out, and you know who knows what he was like. There's only really propagandist sort of reports as to who he was. So yeah, yeah you can only do as much research as you can actually unearth and sort of find, and then you know it sort of um, it, it comes to that point where you have to. Um, um, use your imagination and uh, your training as an actor or or just your thirst for that character and how you, you talk to the director, David McKenzie, and how you perceive this individual uh, to be. And But a lot of the, certainly for Angus Og MacDonald, the sort of, um, the way I portrayed him was very much um, the relationship with Robert the Bruce mm -hmm. and his sort of loyalty towards him. So um, that was a yeah. You, of course, you feel a huge responsibility, <laughs> but at the same time, you you know there is poetic license, and you get to you know you get you get to play. Yeah. But as long as you keep a a feeling of an essence of the man or the woman, yeah. then um, hopefully we've done our job. Yeah. But then that's. That's that's up to other people to decide, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, purely subjective. Yeah. Yeah. What you're saying about researching the characters, was there one interesting fact for both of you that you found out about your character that you found? Yes, he is the spitting image of me. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's a photograph of Angus Og Macdonald from like the 14th century, and it sort of goes down. It's all these sort of women, women and men, and you know, one of these pictures of you know, dogs and hunting dogs and then it comes to Angus and he's like got this ginger beard with red hair and this rather large hooked nose that I can thank my mother for but um and I was like when I saw it I was like oh! <laughs> so um but um yeah the, physically he's sort of similar and Obviously, I'm not sure. Well, <laughs> loyalty, I like to think, well, you know, I've got a bit of loyalty. And of course, the plain old butchery, which comes out in some of us sometimes it as does. well, eh, Billy? It does indeed. Yeah. from Glasgow, obviously. <laughs> um, an interesting fact. Yeah, it's a good one. I, I'm, I mean, there's a few things. One, he was a sort of very consummate athletic mm. um, man. So um, anything that he took his hand to, um, you know, rowing or... or or, or running rate, foot races, as they called it then, and sword fighting. Um, and also to debunk this myth, I think it was propagated by a play um, about Edward um, II, uh, which was the, the way in which he met his demise. Yeah. Um, I can't say any more than that, because yeah. it's not a particularly <laughs> nice story, but yeah. essentially it was, you know, it was written... Um, to, to try and kind of for the purposes of defamation of his character. Yeah. yeah. This is my first time in Scotland and it's absolutely mesmerizing. And I'm curious for you guys, I know it's your homeland and mm. you're a little bit further south. Um, is it, what's the, you know, the excitement that you guys get, get in the film you know, over here rather than like in a sound studio in you know, Los Angeles or something like that? Yeah, no, we, me and Billy uh, uh, 
talked about it yesterday. I think it definitely, you know, as an actor, you get into the costumes, especially when you're doing something as sweeping and as epic and as this, as yeah. you know, you get into these sort of fine garbs and then armor, horses, you know, sword wielding. But then uh, a, a lot of this is a um, film, uh, ha you know, there's another character and that's the elements, you know, it's the mountains, it's the glens, it's the rivers, the lochs. So, um, you know, when we were <coughs> fighting or, you know, fighting or, or um, performing in, in these conditions, you know, it added such a sort of richness and a depth to the whole uh, process. But as I was certainly speaking as, as a Scotsman from this country, yeah, yeah you, you do, of course, one, I might be biased, but you, you're up on Sky and uh, sort of in the, you know, the Kale of Loch Alsh and you're in Aviemore and places like that. And, um, you know, it does take your breath away. And it, there's a sort of a... I've always felt that when I went up to Glencoe, where we shot Ranach Moor as a child. There was always a, a beautiful, romantic melancholy about the place. It's almost you could feel the energy of the of your ancestors in yeah. many ways, if that, if, if that doesn't sound too um, strange to say. But, you know, there's a... Yeah, there's an energy. It's like places when, I, when I've driven across parts of America, when I've yeah. driven from Utah, Arizona, California, through Little Bighorn and places like that. There's a spirit, there's something sort of tangible in the yeah. air, which I, I feel in pl certain places in the world you go, and certainly when I'm in Scotland and you're actually filming in Scotland, dressed as a Scottish knight or an English prince, then uh, it, 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 it's, it's definitely very helpful <laughs> to, to your character yeah, yeah. and to the whole process. The so film's fantastic. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. Thanks. Thanks. It's a pleasure seeing you guys again. First of all, the film is fantastic, so congratulations on that. Um, the last time we spoke, I think when I spoke with you, you were portraying a real individual, and you were portraying uh, basically a character with a large fandom behind it. Is there a heightened level of intimidation between playing a real character or uh, someone with a fandom behind it? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I definitely feel like there's a pressure on your shoulders. I mean, not only to crack the accent, but also, you know, these were historical, this, this was an historical event, and uh, these, uh, uh, you know, James Douglas, for instance, was is a legendary, notorious warrior for, for Scotland, um, so, yeah, there you want to, but you also want to give them humility. You want to humanise them and, and, and find, you know, where are they? Where when they are being this sort of legendary mythological character, where can mm -hmm. they be normal people too? So yeah. yeah, there's a lot of pressure, I think. Um, yeah, I, I, I th you know, it's he's seven hundred some odd years old, or six hundred <laughs> some odd years old, so that obviously no one knew him that's still alive, there are no memoirs <laughs> about him, and uh, most of the stuff written about him is just hagiography and um, apocryphal stories about him and a spider, and so you, I had to go off of the, this constellation of dates and events and what he did and then try to understand why maybe he did it. The complexity there was the most interesting to me because whereas obviously this film would get compared to Braveheart and there's a beautiful moral monochromism there, which is, there's the evil baddie and then the really courageous uh, Mel Gibson. Sure. This starts with a man that doesn't seem all that courageous at all mm -hmm. and whose loyalties you're suspect of from the start and then all of a sudden he changes and becomes a freedom fighter and wins independence for his country. But I leave the theater always thinking, yes, he's a kind man it seems and he's a man of humility, but he's also 
a strategist and he's power hungry and and he led a couple of his brothers to death and so he just seemed complexly beautifully human that you know people can be all things at once and that's what I wanted to portray. One of the things I love about period pieces are the sets and, and the props themselves. If you could take one prop away from this, what would you take with you? Actually, we was gifted our uh, our uh, weapons. You know, oh, nice! We, I, I mean, I have mine. You, you have, have yours? yours? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Yeah, I got the I got what? two I got the I got about three swords off the back of this thing. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. I gotta talk to someone about that. <laughs> Maybe yours is still stuck in customs. I don't know. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> well, that to that, the, David, he's such a stickler for um, authenticity. Is that you know usually in chainmail flicks, the chainmail is made out of one portion metal and then a lot of rubber, hmm. so it's not heavy. This was all chainmail. Oh wow. So we had about 40 pounds of chainmail. Poor Sam and Billy and the bad guys who were in full kit probably had about 100 pounds yeah. um, of real, real metal. It also just goes to show you how uncomfortable battle must have been. <laughs> sure. There was no like Gore-Tex, <laughs> you know, it was just really <laughs> miserable. <laughs> you, uh, you give a great uh, battle speech before mm. the, the, the grand finale, and you have one of the greatest battle cries I think I've ever seen on film. Is there something or someone that you were channeling as you were giving both those well, I hope <laughs> I was channeling the... <laughs> Black Douglas? <But> yeah. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, I think when you're out there and, you, uh, and you're in the beautiful highlands and this landscape is so beautiful and you're in the chain mail and all the get up and there are guys screaming at the top of their lungs. I think you can't help but sort of channel that time and that era and, and, and kind of be connected to that. So uh, hopefully, you know, we all, we all went as far as we could, you know. Well, yeah, that last battle uh, speech I wrote because I was so obvious. The greatest battle speech of all time is <laughs> Braveheart. <laughs> and so David came up to me that day, he gave me the speech and I was like, that's not gonna happen, pal. Uh, <laughs> I got to figure out something that is the anti-speech, and uh, uh, I guess I I thought about what I would want to hear, and I've been um, reading a lot of uh, Yuval Harari, um, who wrote a book called Homo Sapiens, Homo Deus, and this idea of fictions, and you know that man as the sapien is brought together by myth, by fiction, by story. And we like to hear stories about dying for nations and states. It's these things that build the collective threads that bind us together. And I thought, how interesting would it be to hear a speech where he's like, forget all of it and just look at that hill. Yeah. And at that hill, there are, men are stronger and they're gonna run real fast at you and then try to kill you. Yeah. Do you wanna die? <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> so that was like, yeah, that just about basically gets down to the nuts and bolts of it. That'll do it. Yeah. Absolute pleasure seeing you guys again. Yeah, Thanks nice to see you. Cheers. Okay.